0: Hi, I'm Natalia Turfa, and this is The Uplift, a weekly devotional podcast for normal people who just need an extra boost. Thanks for listening. Hey there, Uplifters. I have more than one verse for this week's Uplift, so here we go. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 19:34. Do not mistreat or oppress a foreigner, for you were foreigners in Egypt. Exodus 22:21. Do not oppress a foreigner you yourselves know how it feels to be foreigners because you were foreigners in Egypt. Exodus 23, 9. You are to have the same law for the foreigner and the native-born. I am the Lord your God. Leviticus twenty-four twenty-two. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the sojourners and the widows. Psalm 146, verse 9. Do not oppress the widow or the sojourners, the foreigner or the poor. Zechariah seven ten. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. Should I continue? Because I can. I can go for a lot longer. In case you are wondering what our God would say about refugees and asylum seekers in this day and in this place, it is not subtle. It is not unclear. And it is not something God just said one time and we can pull it out when we need it. It is all over the place in our scripture. Over and over and over again. This list above that I just read is the verses with just the word foreigners or sojourners. That's not even including all the many verses where God tells us that it is our job to act on behalf of widows and orphans. If I added those, I'd be reading verses all afternoon. It's almost like the writers of Scripture realized we need a constant and regular reminder of who we're supposed to act on behalf of and what we're supposed to do out in the world. I watched a press conference this week on a live feed in my office, and the commentary below it in the comment section was just heartbreaking. They should all just go back to where they came from. They are taking over our communities. They, 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 they. Who is they? What is it that makes them worthy of such derision and hatred? How have we strayed so far from seeing each other as created by God and therefore worthy of kindness and care? Listen, uplifters, this isn't political. This is biblical. If you have decided you kind of want to stay on the edge or on the outside of this argument because of your politics, then I hate to break it to you, but you are the one who has put politics over your religion. This is not who we have been called to be in the world. If you call yourself a Christian... Or if you aren't sure about the church thing, but you think Jesus was pretty dope, you cannot stand for treating anyone, citizen or not, as anything less than a beloved child of God. This just makes me furious. Because those who state loudly and proudly that they are Christian Are right now ignoring all the places in scripture where we are over and over and over again called to take care of each other. The widows and the orphans and the sojourner. Now, here, widows and orphans, we know what that means, right? We know what constitutes a widow, we know what constitutes an orphan, but sojourner is not really a word we use all that much. In the Hebrew, it is translated sojourner from the word ger or gar. can be either way. And we can also translate that word ger as foreigner. But the definition of that word in Hebrew is a temporary inhabitant or a newcomer lacking inherited rights. Listen to that again. A temporary inhabitant or a newcomer lacking inherited rights. Writes. Now, keeping this in mind, let's just read one of the verses I started with again, just one of them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself, for you were once foreigners in Egypt. God's call over. And over and over again is to care for widows, orphans, and sojourners. That list, it's not unintentional that it gets repeated over and over again. Those were, and often still are, the people without rights. The ones who have the highest likelihood of being mistreated and hurt by power. This is what is happening right now for those who respond to this crisis by saying oh those people are breaking the law or we should take care of our people first i would i would like you to just take a moment and find me a place in scripture where breaking the law and taking care of our people first are commands we are told to do This is not an exclusionary characteristic, being a lawbreaker or taking care of others. But go on, I'll wait, but you won't find it. Not even when Jesus or the Apostle Paul, who we like to pretend is like Jesus, but that's for a different conversation, not even when they say we should obey the laws of the land, do they also say we should do so at the exclusion of anyone else. In fact, Jesus was killed for pushing against the powers in favor of the oppressed. And Paul was in prison for a large percentage of his ministry because he refused to put unjust laws above the well-being of human beings. It is not hidden, it is not complicated, and it is all over the place in our Bible. We have some work to do, friends. We have some work to do. The future of the church, our faith, our hearts, and our humanity depend on our ability to be better and to follow the God we say we do. Religion that God accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after widows and orphans in distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. James 1.27 What does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Micah 6.8 Those who say, I love God, and hate their brothers or sisters are liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. The commandment we have from God is this. Those who love God must love their brothers and sisters also. 1 John 21. The Uplift podcast you just heard represents a whole community of uplifters, people who are going through something difficult or have gone through something difficult, who needed something more than trite answers and cheesy cliches. This community now includes you. If you know someone who needs to hear something good today, please invite them into this little group of uplifters by passing it along. If you want more information, if you want to sign up for a weekly email or send me a note, check us out online at upliftlife.org. Lastly, a thank you to Nate Bergengren, who I'm now bequeathing the title of podcast producer for his work getting these recordings out into the internet by way of magic. I don't actually know how it works. And also for composing the music you hear at the beginning and end of each podcast. He's the best.